This podcast is sponsored by Hey You, which is the home of the Housewives, with all episodes and all seasons of The Real Housewives available to watch whenever you like over on Hey You. You can even start a free trial right now if you head to heyyou.com. And after that, it is only $5.99 a month, which is like the price of a coffee with no commitments. You can cancel whenever you want. December is here. And if you're feeling like you need some festive vibes, Hey You has your back. For the first time ever, I'm so excited about this. We have a new Christmas movie inspired by the Housewives franchise and starring Kyle Richards, of course, of Housewives of Beverly Hills. The real Housewives of the North Pole. I can't. I can't. I've heard great things about this. I've heard about it. I think they filmed it in Salt Lake City, which is sort of a Housewives crossover too. Very excited to watch that. It will be exclusively on Hey You from Friday the 10th of December, getting you in the festive spirit. And if you just need more new Housewives in December, okay, I'm excited to tell you this. Okay, get ready. They're back. The Real Housewives of Orange County return to Hey You from Thursday the 2nd of December with Heather Dubrow in the mix. That's going to be amazing. And, and finally, after years of waiting, the Real Housewives of Miami are returning to Hey You on the 17th of December as well, which is what we'll need because it'll be cold then. So I want the heat from the Miami Housewives to lift my spirits this December. It is all happening on Hey You. Check out heyyou.com now for your free trial. And after that, it's only $5.99 a month. Hello and welcome to Housewives and Me, a podcast about what we love, the real housewives. I'm your host, Connor Bean, and welcome back to another brand new episode. The last episode before Christmas, if you can believe it. I really don't. I feel like we blinked and we're here. <laughs> we're in like late December. So I hope you're doing well and that all things festive are going okay for you. You're getting through whatever. Maybe you love Christmas, maybe you hate it. Either way, I hope this podcast is a bit of relief, a bit of escapism for you. I'm very excited for you to hear today's episode with Ajwa Darku who was just so much fun. This is an episode all about Atlanta and Potomac. I have done quite a few Beverly Hills only episodes in the last year and felt right to focus in on two big cities, particularly Potomac because that has become such a fan favorite and Atlanta is in a weird spot right now where we didn't have a great season, but there's a lot of hope about where it is going to go. So it was really fun to talk to Aj about both of those shows today and we got into it in depth and I have to say (laughs) she doesn't like some of my favorite people on Atlanta Potomac and she's so funny that I didn't mind her saying (laughs) mind her saying any of that it was so entertaining so I think we should get into it this one is so much fun here is Ajwa Darku on Housewives and Me my guest today is a host and writer she's had bylines for titles like Galdem, Glamour and Metro and she's a Housewives fan who I'm very excited to talk to today. Ajwa Darko, welcome to Housewives and Me. Hi, Connor. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And you did say before we start, everybody calls me Aj, but it felt too yeah. informal to start with that. <laughs> yeah, everyone does call me Aj, so Aj is so fine. If you were on Housewives, would your title card just be Aj? Do you think like you twirl onto oh. camera and it'd be in golden letters? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. But I feel like I do I do like the prefix of auntie. I feel like I'm I've got really strong auntie energy from like a young age. So I feel like I would go for like Auntie Adge on the show, like Auntie Adge's house. Like that's the kind of <laughs> vibe I think I'd go for. It's I've never heard someone say I've had auntie vibes since I was very young, because in my head you do have to like I know it's not just actual aunts, but in my head it's something you come to later in life, not as a child. Yeah, but I just feel like you know the kind of the glam the kind of like mm-hmm. very specific music taste of kind of like two-stepping R&B yeah that was very much me from like I don't know like 12 so I feel like I'm just going with it man I'm good like playing it. Anita Baker and being yeah. like this is my fucking charm <laughs> you know what that is a joke because that is the actual one honestly little Tony Braxton now, now and again that Tony Braxton was a man in love for me my baby he was not mad enough for me yeah that I don't know why <laughs> you understand <laughs> Tony is a patron saint of aunties whenever I People, I've even seen people call her Auntie Tony on Twitter, and I'm like, you know what? She kind of is. That is sort of she her vibe. Really anyway, is Tony, Anita, Auntie Mary J. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. The aunties, very that. The aunties. Okay. Well, aunties aside, how did you get into Housewives? I remember. 
remember, like, it was actually a friend of mine who, it was, like, one New Year's Eve. She was like, have you watched the show? And I was like, no. She's like, it's Real House of Atlanta. I'd seen it on, like, mm. ITV2 so many times. And I just thought, hey, let's just give it give it a go. And I was just obsessed. I can't remember just watching episode after episode. I think it was, like, season four-ish. Of, mm-hmm. That's um, a good season, too. Yes. Oh, of Atlanta. I just mm. thought, I'm obsessed. Like, I found my people, you know? I really, I found my tribe. I feel seen by these, <laughs> by these women, you know? And did you, like, I mean, obviously all Housewives shows, they're all, like, usually very wealthy and a bit over mm. the top. But, like, did you relate to the kind of, like, vibe and the humour? Because I do think Atlanta, the women are so funny and so real with each other in a way you don't always get on other cities i think so i definitely think so like i i see my mother and a lot of them like my mother is like a more Ghanaian immigrant um Mm. she's like very much has that kind of you know exuberant over the top does everything big like we're very big on entertaining in my house and so we always have like big parties or people coming over and like all sorts of um all sorts of courses and decor. And so I think that watching that in the American context really resonated with kind of my own like lived experience. That's really interesting too, because there has been a very valid conversation about about housewives being stereotypical how it portrays mm. women, but also American reality TV's depiction of black American women has been mm. criticized in the past. And I think some of that, I mean, in a way, it's not my place to speak on it, obviously, but I understand the validity of that. But also, mm-hmm. the more you watch Atlanta, the Tommy, the more like the women are very three dimensional, and Definitely. you see the good and the bad, and they have yeah, mm-hmm. they have fights, and they've the moments that are not so great or whatever. But they mm-hmm. they're also people you really root for. I don't know. I mean, is that something that stood out to you as you watched Atlanta and later Potomac? Yeah, I think it's really interesting because this is a conversation that I've been kind of exploring in my writing at the moment, like a stereotypical. Mm-hmm trails of black women of plus size black women and what it means for us to be on the screen and I think that it's important that you know they are living their lives they're living their truth in so far as 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 we know anyway and so I feel like it's we should be pushing for more representation and wider spectrum of representation on screen as opposed to trying to change you know these characters or these people yeah that's a great look at it it's like i think people sometimes demonize reality tv but if you had sitcoms and drama and novels and plays and reality tv it wouldn't matter as much because you wouldn't be looking exactly. to that for to be the only representation for your validation you know like i'm not feeling that every single woman should be nini or should be looking up to nini or kenya or Portia or the gang um but the problem is, is that when we have so little out there, we can't help but try and, you know, pin our hopes and our dreams and our experiences on these women who are just also just trying to live their lives and navigate their own worlds. That's such a good point. So obviously at the moment, Atlanta's not on air. We know they're back mm. filming and that Marla's finally full-time. Sheree oh, is back. thank God! I, I know. Marla. I know. Oh, Marla, <laughs> you deserve that peach, honey. You hustle for that peach and I'm so proud of you. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Yes. <laughs> you know all those you know all those memes that are like so and so didn't become a success until they were 40 or blah 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 didn't make their so, like if they like Marla didn't get a peach until she did seven seasons or whatever. It's going to be the new meme, the new don't give up hope. <laughs> so true she honestly she's given us some of the best moments Mm. since that show began and now i don't know it's just poetic justice i don't know i don't know (laughs) but it's just it's it's right it is right what did you make of last season because it 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 got a bit of heat for being a bit slow but it also had some amazing moments obviously from the like ridiculous of the bolo episode to the more (laughs) I guess the way they tackle Black Lives Matter in a way that actually was very thoughtful and very well Mm -hmm. done, which, listen, like social issues in reality TV don't always mix. So like, Mm -hmm. did you enjoy last season? Do you think it needs something new going into a new season? Where are you with it now? I mean, 
the thing is that I'm always going to be faithful to Atlanta. I'm mm-hmm. always, I'm, like, it can be literally, like, candy in, like, her bathroom, and I probably will still watch it, even though Same. <laughs> Particularly with candy. <laughs> yeah. You do like, anything. Oh, my gosh. That woman. <laughs> we'll get into her later, because I have, I have some thoughts on, on, on our sister candy. Um, but I do feel like, and I think the Black Lives Matter was definitely, and also the way in which they interject it with, like, you know, the real life developments of what was going on and you know yeah um, Porsche's role in that and seeing Porsche's trajectory and her growth I think has been one of the most beautiful aspects of the show but as a whole it's it was missing a little bit of Jenny Saqua you know what I mean by that just a little bit of a little bit of spice like I don't know like I really I miss Mimi so much like I'm gonna like, but my but my favorite housewife of all time, and I will die on this hill, is Phaedra. Like, they need Phaedra. They need Phaedra so badly. I just, the Phaedra thing is so tricky for me because yeah. we know she's filming, she filmed the second ver- series of the girls trip thing. So she's back oh, in some capacity. Amazing! I didn't I know. even know that. Oh my yeah. gosh. So she's okay. back for that, but her the way the circumstance of how she left the show and what she did were so dark, and I don't oh, know how. I and I w- would agree with Candy. Candy yeah. said for years she would leave the show if Phaedra came back. So yeah. would Phaedra be willing to really like actually face up to what she? And I'm I feel like I'm in the minority. I see this online on the meme pages yeah. and stuff. People are like bring her back, and I'm like, do we remember season? Yeah. or are we like but I understand why you want her back yeah. too because she when she was good she was really good you know it's so no I agree with you like it, it's it's terrible and I think that when we reflect upon our politics everything like you just kind of feel like how can you how yeah. I'm not gonna justify it like I'm never gonna justify it but I just feel like also there's so many off-key things that happen in the universe and sometimes I feel like they have to pander or they have to you know do things which are just a bit off key for the storyline. Like I just want to believe in my heart of hearts that you know she's not that necessarily very much that person. But I mm-hmm. think you had to do what you had to do for the storyline. In my humble opinion, I pray because I really I just think I look back to her storylines. I look back to her <laughs> like donkey booty. Yes, back God. To her, her not knowing anything. She's like get get this baby out of me, child. Like with like four <laughs> months to go, whatever she was saying. Like I, honestly, I just I love her. I love her so much. And like when you were talking about multifaceted characters, who is more multifaceted than Phaedra? Like she is one of the most complex characters. She's like Lady Macbeth. Like she is <laughs> so complex. I'm not. So... I'm not going to disagree. Shakespeare, you have 24 hours to respond. You have 24 hours to respond, Like what? Okay, well, that's certainly a take. That take on Vader is a new one, but I can't say I disagree. Um, you mentioned Portia's like evolution and her growth. I mean, where do you stand with Portia? Now, I watched the first episode of her spinoff as we were talking. That's the only episode we have. And I just, I love Portia. I'm just not sure about Portia and this new man and trying to damage control. I, I don't know where she oh, is right now. She is just so wild. Like, she is so, mm. so wild. Like, who would have thunk it? Who would have saw that? Like, when we watched that, the beginning of that episode where she's with Fallon and they're, like, in the pool and she's like, oh, Fallon's a great girl, like, and all this stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, great. This friend is this friend. And all of a sudden, this plot twist just appears I don't know, like, I'm going to back my sis, I'm going to back my good girl, like, I really want her to have happiness, especially after everything that she's been through, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we often forget Cordell, like, we often forget Cordell, even as viewers, like, we forget, like, how much of a, like, terrible time awful. that was, he was yeah. awful, and, like, mm-hmm. so detrimental to her as a human being, and, like, just seeing her flourish, I've just got to back it, man. Like, I've got to turn my eye and I've got to, you know, back my good sis. Um, I don't know. He must have have shmoney. (laughs) He must have a lot of shmoney, (laughs) which is is good. (laughs) Do you know, I watched the first episode of the spinoff and I like, by the time this airs, it may be a few more and maybe it will pick up. But from that first episode, 
he's just not very like so bad to say I know Dennis was a bit of a dog but when Dennis is on screen in the spinoff and with Portia A he's charismatic on his own and B they together have chemistry Simon and Portia it's like watching two co-workers I'm like this is the man you like he and I I, you know I just saw a photo of a good looking guy whatever but on the show he's such a charisma vacuum and I'm like Mm. as you say I'm like there must be a lot of money going around there gotta be some shmoney because he's not personality (laughs) (laughs) not the personality from what I've seen, from what I've seen, maybe maybe he's really, really charismatic in real life. Who knows? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. Yeah, I I don't know. Her type is so confusing to me. It's so there's no I don't yeah, know. It's later, so true. Yeah, I mean maybe later there's a bit of synergy between um Dennis and and Simon, but I'm just a bit I'm I'm confused. Maybe she yeah. she just sees the beauty in humanity. <laughs> that sounds like something someone would say in a housewives interview chair and then they'd sip their drink and there'd be a little shade rattle of a play behind them this is what i mean it's my calling it's really my calling that was very charade actually that was a very charade vibe oh i i i accept that i accept that i do <laughs> are you excited to have charade back for a new season i mean she's one of those kind of perennial like favorites who always returns when we need yeah. her most so she you know what she's she's not always there when you call but she's always on time like, <laughs> definitely i see what you mean there um so i feel like i prefer her as like a friend like i like it when she kind of comes in stirs stuff around does a bit of nonsense, you know, like gives us the mm. one-liners, gives us the iconic moments. But I don't really care for her backstory. You know, I'm mm. not invested in her development as a human being. I'm not invested in whether she's got a man. I don't really care about her life. I just care about her as like a foil for like chaos, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. basically it. But I love her. I think she's great, but I just don't care for her. <laughs> Again, <laughs> it's like how's I's interview. She's great. I just don't care for her. <laughs> If I was your like housewives producer, I'd be like, got it. We've got it, guys. Yeah, Auntie Aj in the bag. <laughs> One take wonder. <laughs> it's lunch, everyone. Let's go. I love it. Oh my god. We day. can break early for lunch. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned mm-hmm. Nini, who's kind of like, there's been this funny conversation I keep noticing happening online with Housewives fans where they're like, who put Housewives on the map? Who's the most mm-hmm. iconic Housewives? And people are like, it's Bethany. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it will never be anyone other than Nini Leaks. Go never. debate your mother. There's no one else. Honestly, so go debate your mom. <laughs> well, yeah. Who, like Nini wise, what are some of your favorite Nini moments or, or oh things that you gosh. love about her? I can't even like, I can't even, like I was thinking about it even this weekend. And I was like, there's so many, I just don't even know what to choose from. Like, there's all the like obvious mean moments. There's yeah. also just the, like the subtle, like... <laughs> Yeah, subtle moments like I love the one there's one episode that I was watching the other day that I love so much it's like when um, her and Kim have had a fight and now they're coming back together and like it's actually a really lovely Greg moment as well may he rest in perfect peace but it's like her her and Greg are like getting ready for Kim to arrive and just the whole dynamic is just so funny like she's like in a ball gown and she's like cooking like all this stuff and like Kim arrives and Kim's like bitch you in the ball gown she's like yeah I was scared I was scared I just love it so much um but she's just <laughs> like a somewhere that she single-handedly killed white refrigerators and that for me is <laughs> a beautiful legacy to have that is a powerful the white refrigerator <laughs> it's become like yeah, that honestly is... <laughs> I just the way like a, a, a three second clip of her from 12 yeah. years ago will become the uh, hottest meme for like six weeks on Twitter. I'm like, nobody else can say that. No, no one, else can one say can. That. The content is just consistent. It's everlasting. It's hilarious. Like even mm. like I was watching kind of a newer season, which wasn't even one of the great ones. It was the one with like all they bought in all these housewives and no one remembers their name. It was like Claudia and the other yes. singer and like all sorts. And like when she was there and she was like, um she's like to Phaedra, she's like, let's go to the studio and like go and lay down some sick beats. Oh yeah and she makes that face. <laughs> I lay down some beats. <laughs> I says, love 
with the bob. Like she's oh my gosh, she is so funny. There's nothing like her, you know? And I think it's so sad um, with everything that she's going through at the moment. Yeah. Greg himself was just a phenomenal character on that show. Um, Just love him, love him, love him. So I just hope that she's, you know, healing somewhere and, like, maybe prioritising herself. I feel like, as a fan, it's actually wrong for me to, like, kind of force her to, like, come back at this point. But I would love to be able to see her, like, probably return in the future. Yeah, same. And really, the beauty of these kind of spin-offs now and crossovers that they're suddenly doing, like, maybe Nini might come back and do, like, a week of filming for what will be a Mm. six-episode thing. You know, like, I think think the door... <laughs> the opposite of the door is closed, as once Nini once said. The door may be now open. Um, but yeah, that's how quotable she is. You oh can just, there's gosh. a Nini quote for every occasion. Really there's a reference, is. there's a GIF. I mean, oh, just is, oh, the door is closed. <laughs> and I also feel like she's given us some, like, honestly, like, <laughs> whenever anyone talks about like the cultural appropriation argument and they come back with that really stupid thing of like, well, you know, black women wear blonde waves and like, it's not the signs of the day. I always think to Nini, I'm like, that woman was born blonde. No one can tell me anything else. She <laughs> was born blonde. She was born with that honey hair because no one rocks it like her. No mm. one does. Oh my gosh. Her and again, shout out to Mary J. Blige. Both of those women were born blonde. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. You know? Yeah. I've never heard Nini and Mary in the same sentence, but it feels right, you know? It, it does, it feels so correct. Right. Those would be my, like, dream, like, um, dinner guests. <laughs> oh, well, we'll get to that. Don't you worry, because that is a question for later on. Um, another legend in Atlanta, and yeah. I know just before we spoke, you mentioned you, you haven't got a chance to watch the Girls Trip series, but she's killing it on that as well, is yeah. Kenya Moore, who oh, I just really feel Kenya. like... The more I think about it, I'm particularly watch her in this other context of the spinoff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's just one of the greatest reality stars of any show of, like, of all time for me. Amen. 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 Another Shakespearean character. Definitely. Mm. Like she is, she is so, <laughs> like, <laughs> like everything about her is so ridiculous and yeah. like so audacious no one has again just has the audacity to move in the way that she does. Like I think yeah. my favorite moment on any reality TV show that I can watch over and over and over again is when she says to Sheree, like that tired ass Mama Joyce wig. <laughs> <laughs> and when can and when Candy's trying to with her mouth full, Candy's like trying to fight her, I'd be like, she's like, oh stop it, Candy. Oh, be quiet, Candy. I'm like, what? You've just cussed you just cussed this one with this one's mum, and you have the audacity to tell her to shut up. Are you okay? <laughs> Lover. Ten out of ten behavior. But that's yeah. isn't that the beauty of Kenya? Like she'll do something so foul and you'd be like, oh, I still love her though. Like it's an art. It's an art form. I know. And like I love that she can I love what I like about Atlanta and also Potomac actually is that you can love the people on the you can't be team this one or team that one. Like they're mm. both villains, you know? Like they're always just villains. And so you end up like rooting for both sides of the feud, you know? And I think that's really, that's exciting as a viewer, <laughs> I think. That's so true. Yeah, it's very true. Um, you mentioned Miss Candy Burris in passing there. Oh, let's, gosh, Candy. let's zoom in. It sounds like you have something you want to say. You want to get off your <laughs> chest yeah, I today. I need to really get off my chest right now because Candy is the worst housewife of all time. I've said it. <laughs> I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. I'm not going to take it back. I've said it. 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 Connor, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do about I it? I need you to elaborate because she's one of my faves. I really need you to elaborate. <laughs> I just feel like her storylines have been consistently boring. She is living off bills, 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 and no scrubs. <laughs> like the legacy of that is what has kept her on the show. Um, she is honestly, when she sings, it unlocks a level of nausea in my body that I've never ever like encountered before. 
Um, I just, I'm not a fan. Like, I just do not get it. And like, when she gets angry, I'm like, just sit down. Like, what? She's also super shady. When anything happens to her, it's like the end of the world. You have betrayed me. You've betrayed my family. You've betrayed my man. But she's also messy herself, you know? She's always like, oh, well, I'm like, just go, like, honestly, Candy, I will die on the hill. Like, Candy is only uh, seen as iconic also because of what's surrounding her. So what's surrounding her is her music career, her past music career as a, as a songwriter, and then also the old lady gang and her mother as part of the old lady gang because Mama Joyce <laughs> is iconic. She is it. She is really it. Mama Joyce, well, I could never, I would never speak bad on that, on that, on that wonderful auntie. I will never. Um, but Candy, it's just, she doesn't do it for me. She really doesn't. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I, even... <laughs> yeah, that's I have to say, I like, even though I don't really agree with Anna, and you said when you said <laughs> that, you said that her scene was unlocks a level of nausea. I was trying to stifle a laugh because I was like, I have, that's a good read. I'll give like, I mean, I can't, but. but oh my gosh. That. You know that episode where they were doing like a singing competition and like everyone's already been shading Portia about like Portia's voice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Candy with your big, big career. Escape, <laughs> Destiny's Child writer, um, TLC writer. You come and you stand there, and that's what your voice sounds like. God forbid. God actually forbid. You should have left that at home. Are you not embarrassed? Why do you not have any self reflection? Gosh, <laughs> I just don't get it. I do not. I mean, know. you're making you're reminding me of the season where her tagline had her going <laughs> in <laughs> in the credits. <laughs> she is like it. I may be small. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my empire keeps on growing. I'm like, my friend, if you don't get out of here, what the hell, man? What? Oh my gosh. I think they need to cast you in Atlanta so you could beef with Candy. This could play I out on would screen. I love that so much. <laughs> I would go in so hard. You know, I'm not even a confrontational person, but the thoughts of Candy makes me so angry. Like, she just makes me so angry. The only person who I feel like is deser- less deserving of a place in Atlanta is Cynthia. Because what, what, <gasps> why? <laughs> But Cynthia is so nice. I think yeah, you exactly. need nice people on the show as well. Like they can't all be Kenya. Much yeah, as that would be I get that, but I just feel like you can be nice with like a little bit of, little bit of, you know, spunk to you. You know, like you can't say that Portia isn't nice. That like, Portia is nice. You know, yeah, true, but true. Cynthia and Cynthia, I will. Oh gosh, she's just pretty. Again, she's just a pretty face, and she's not pretty in like productive she's just pretty you know and that's just it you know productive. i like my i like my pretty productiveness you know like giselle or all of the tomac you know um yeah, but it's just yeah she's just not giving me anything <laughs> i thought peter was much better as a cast member than she was um that moment where she thought she was gonna see biden in like the warehouse. <laughs> that was bad. I'll give you that. That was pretty <laughs> bad. I thought what? Joe Biden be here. I'm like, in what universe? In what universe? What? She's like, where's Joe Biden? Like, you're seeing like pictures of yourself and like, welcome to your anniversary or welcome to your, what's it called? Your engagement party, all this stuff. She's like, where's Joe Biden? Joe? Like, oh my, oh my gosh, <laughs> just please. No. Well, you know what? You've come out strong against two of my favorite yeah, characters in Atlanta so over the last few years. So I'm. <laughs> no, but you know, it's nice. This is a podcast for differing opinions. It's and okay. I may be small, but my empire keeps growing. You've also reminded me of how the way when Candy gets upset, like, because you know that meme of, oh. that is my, what she says, that is my, my mama, or something like that. And, and like, the, 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 like, her voice gets really shaky. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh Candy. gosh. Why is she like that? She's like, oh, she's, so, you, she's got, like, very much, like, color purple, all my life I had to fight energy yeah. when the smallest inconvenience arises in her life. And I just don't get it. I don't. 
Hello. Oh, okay, well, we left no uh, bridges burned here today in Atlanta. Um, obviously, something I thought was really interesting, like, mm-hmm. over the years, like, Eva Marcel was on the cast for a while, and she was kind of known yeah. from reality TV and acting, and mm-hmm. there was a season where Kim Fields joined the show, and she was obviously really well-known. Yeah. Is there anybody famous that you'd love to see oh. in the mix on Atlanta? Oh, that's such an interesting question. Oh, I've never really thought about that before. Let me think. Like, I would love, I mean, I'm obsessed with, like, okay, mm, I love, like, like, Gabrielle Union. You yes, know? oh, my I God. Like I mean, she'd never do it, but she's amazing. Never, I know what you mean. Never in a million yeah. years do it. Like, never, ever, ever, ever do it. But, like, someone like that, I feel like, would be fantastic. Um, yeah. I've always yeah. kind of wanted, well, I used to really want, but I feel like she's not really into reality TV anymore for kind of serious reasons. But like, I used to really want them to bring Tamar Braxton on when she was friends oh, at yeah. Nini. Cause I was like, we know she's reality gold. She's like got family in Atlanta. It wouldn't be a huge stretch, but I feel yes. like now she stepped away from all that. But I think she'd be iconic. She would be so great. And like, actually she can sing, like she can actually really sing. And so <laughs> well, candy. <laughs> candy into silence and back into her book. You know, where she should be writing songs about, you know, classism. Like, that's what she should be doing. <laughs> You're just like, you as a cast, I'm just, you'd be like typing people who have fought with Candy Burris and then just be like, cast them. <laughs> that is fully it. Fully, fully This podcast is sponsored by Hey You, which is the home of the housewives. Every season and every episode of all of the real housewives is available to stream or download right now on Hey You. And it is the only place you will get new episodes the same day as the US. No spoilers here because we are getting stuck straight in thanks to Hey You. You can start a free trial now at HeyYou.com. And after that, it's only $5.99 per month, which is like the price of a cup of coffee. And there's no commitments. You can cancel whenever you want. Everything you could need housewives-wise is on Hey You. Obviously, um, you're a fan of Atlanta, but I know that you're a big mm. fan of, of Potomac as well. And we've just wrapped a really big season. Like, wow. I, it wasn't as explosive as the Candace Onique season, but I yeah. felt like it was a season where everybody really got into how, like, realized how much they love Potomac. What did you yeah. make of the season just passed and, and why do you love Potomac so much? So I do like Potomac. I think similar to what I was saying about um, Kenya and Nini is that Potomac is a full cast of villains. Like every single one of them is a villain. Like you, they have hardly any redeeming qualities whatsoever. And I think it makes for <laughs> fantastic television. Um, it's really funny to see the progression of them. Like I feel like I saw like their kind of initial season as trying to be like kind of respectable Atlanta. But I loved the way that that just went out the window so quickly. Like so, mm. so, so quickly. And like they're still trying to hold on to like the last like morsels of like respectability before like you know descending into complete chaos. But I love them, I really do. I just yeah, I don't think there's a one with the exception of Robin, who I also I feel similar about Robin than I feel about um Candy and Cynthia. <laughs> and I really the- like Robin. <laughs> Why do I like all the people what? you hate? <laughs> This season wasn't amazing mm. because she was struggling with like mental health stuff, but I also yeah, found that really true. relatable because that was very much my COVID vibe for a while. I just like how like like she's very normal and down to earth, but then she's also a bit of a space cadet, mm. which I find endearing. I find yeah. the way she's like really chill, but then will like when she needs to will really speak her mind, like really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm really drawn to these kind of laid back watch what's going on and then when they need to pounce kind of characters okay also i think maybe because that's sort of my personality in a way that like i would never if i was on a reality show i would not be the person to pop off but i feel like they'd get me to episode 10 and then i'd absolutely go absolutely go crazy so maybe that's why i'm just loving how you're like listing those people i'm like but i like them (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny oh my gosh no that does make sense like it does definitely does make sense Mm -hmm. but i just think she's i don't know 
Like, I hate the custom of, like, you know, when they're like, she has no storylines, or it's like, they always chuck around. But I really just feel like she has, the whole one thing has just been dragging on way too long. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And they just give us the smallest bit, and we're, like, just gagging for it. Okay, you're engaged now. Now we're going to have to wait another 15 years for the wedding. And, like, I, I just, I don't know how long I can take, you know, with them lot. But the others... Love them all. Candice, drive. Oh, you make me drive back. Drive back. <laughs> love it. Love, love that song. Like, when she was like, what, 20,000 views? 20,000 albums sold? I was like, yep. One of those 20,000 and 306 or whatever it was is definitely mine because that song was a banger. That song was a banger. Okay, so are you a fan of Candice, the cast member, or the or just the musician? Oh, I think see all of the above. I think she's very. <laughs> I am so she doesn't make me feel stressed when she cries. I know she cries a lot, but she, it doesn't make me feel as stressed as like when like Candy cries. I mm-hmm. just I I just feel like you know <laughs> I she's just very emotional and she's very. Um, She's ridiculous. I do really like her. Um, I think her relationship with Chris is 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 kind of strange, but also works. Yeah. Um, she she's kind of like very much like I see what she's trying to do, but she never quite makes it. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. I love that moment where she was trying to like discuss white privilege, but like it was so weird. <laughs> like, context of it it's just weird and didn't quite wasn't quite the right analysis for the situation and yet she was going with it and I was like okay I I, I see you um but you're just not like I don't how old is Candice even now like she's not that old early 30s maybe yeah like in my head I just feel like she's still trying to figure stuff out very much like a kind of um early Porsche kind of vibe yeah. she's just far more volatile and far more um ready to throw hands um i felt like the um criticism about her was actually disproportionate i think they're all wild and i think they all say um terrible things um i definitely don't think that she actually knew about mia's mum in the beginning <laughs> but later on she definitely did you know mm. i that's what i'm curious about like her behavior because i know what you mean they all like and they kind of got into this halfway through the reunion where giselle and karen kind of broke the fourth wall and said we may be mean to each other on yeah. tv but we always know where the line is and we always yeah. have a little bit of love there where sometimes candace it just i've said this in the podcast so many times but like yeah. she's going for kenya more but kenya more does it so gracefully yeah. sometimes i'm like candace you're just being mean it's not yeah. fun watching you just be mean but i know what you mean sometimes i feel like then she also gets extra like, I guess, abuse because mm. of that. And I'm also like, well, we can't be that mean to her either. You know, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a fine line. She's like, um, she's like a chihuahua or like just like some kind of like little <laughs> dog where I'm just like, you're doing too much, baby. But at the same time, you're really cute. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you get away with this one a bit more. You know, <laughs> in my head. Like, I just, I don't know. I've never heard that analogy, but it makes sense. <laughs> um, we had a newbie this year in Mia. Who, oh, like, there's, Mia. I kind of liked her. Like, I, I liked loved her. Mia. I thought Mia was cool. <laughs> I thought she was yeah. so, she was so um, reckless, but she yeah. also owned it. And I thought that was so funny. Like when she would just be pathologically lying and then she'd be <laughs> caught out and she'd be like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> like I loved it so much. She would just be adding like all sorts of like, you know, footnotes, onto the most basic of sentence. And I just find it so funny. I really did like her. Um, I also thought that her reunion look, the dress was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like, big G, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What? Yeah, wow. That's, yeah. That's wow. a good way of putting it. What? Like, just, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but I thought that she had, like, her story this season was really powerful. Yeah. Um, 
I thought that she was, she's a great addition. I like how she ruffles feathers. Um, mm. She continues to ruffle feathers. But I think she's also fair. Like, I don't, I feel like she can own up to her behaviour. It's rare that you get unqualified apologies on, on, on any of the franchise, really. Um, and so, so for her to kind of be very frank and be like, oh, do you know what? Like, I'm sorry, or this is wrong, or da 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 I thought, like, I, I, I like that, you know? And I love the fact that she was like, actually, I do like, <laughs> I do like Candace's song, like, at the end of the reunion. <laughs> yeah, funny. but she, like, I mean, we'll get to the reunion in a second, but she didn't pull her punches. And where, <laughs> where are you on good old Dr. Wendy? Because I just don't know where I, how I feel about her now, because I loved her first season. Yeah. And now I'm like, I feel like you've drank the reality TV Kool-Aid. And I, I don't mind the glow up. The glow up is fabulous. She was gorgeous yeah. before. She's gorgeous now. I feel like she's taking these big swings and a lot of them are misses. I, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. And like, it's painful for me. I mean, it was exciting for me, like the first West African housewife and like, yeah. you know, her kind of discussing Nigerian culture and like, you know, like I've already discussed about like kind of the synergies there, like in seeing like kind of like, you know, um, the immigrant experience or the West African immigrant experience and like the tensions, um, the parent, all of that stuff I thought was actually like, it was very elementary, <laughs> but at the same time, it was great to see on, on, on TV and mm-hmm. like her trying to hustle and navigate. I thought that was really cool. Um, but I do think she drank the Kool-Aid, man. Like she did drink the Kool-Aid. Um, yeah, I thought she was being true to herself in the first season, even though there was criticisms about the way in which she handled herself and whether she was, you know, coming from, like, um, a kind of superior perspective. I definitely felt like she mm-hmm. was being, you know, herself. Um, I Yeah, as I say, like, the body decisions, girl, do you, you know? You're looking good. Like, the bum's looking yummy. The titties are looking <laughs> yummy. They're sitting right. <laughs> Fantastic for you. But, like, the whole kind of switch up as well. Um, and then, like, the move into candles, Candlegate. Yeah, it was just all a bit. Like, of course, you can be multifaceted. Like, Phaedra, what, Phaedra was burying bodies, like, fighting for Bobby <laughs> Brown doing workout videos, popping felons, babies. Like, she was doing all sorts. Like, she was really, like, my G was about it. So I'm not saying that Wendy can't be afforded the same complex um, complexity, but something about it didn't seem very organic um, to, to me. But she's so educated and she's so intelligent. And I just, yeah. And also her and Eddie are so cute together. And her family are so cute. Yeah, I think Eddie is like for me one of the most gorgeous households. Oh, ever. like he's gorgeous. beautiful. He's so pretty, and he's got such a lovely vibe to him. Yeah, and he, he gives advice. Lovely. It's so nice. Yeah, you're so right. He's honestly, I think he's the best husband on Potomac. To be honest, oh, yeah, on Potomac for sure. I mean, yeah. he does not have much competition, <laughs> but like, yeah. Oh he is. my gosh, he does not have much competition <laughs> whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, <laughs> Oh, Obviously, God. we've had a big reunion in that they did four parts. I think at first we we're like, oh, did this season yeah. need four parts? And then we realized the reason they did four parts was because Nicki Minaj basically was the entire fourth part. So now that we've seen it, how do we feel about Miss Minaj doing the reunion thing? Because, I mean, it worked in ways and it didn't work in others. I'm curious what you, I'm curious what you think. Oh, God, it's so funny. Nicki Minaj, I don't know what, who was advising her of late because everything she's doing is so sporadic. If you had told me I was a bar back in the day, if you had told me in 2K12 when I was in sixth form, you know, on the school bus, listening <laughs> to Pink Friday, all the, like, you know, I fly with the stars in the skies, like, all of that <laughs> stuff, right? Thinking that you, 10 years later, your girl Nikki, your babe, Super Bass Nikki, will be <laughs> hosting the reunion of Real Housewives after weeks after fighting like being in the middle of little mix's beef like all of it is just so random like her choices and her choice of part i just i don't understand what's going on with miss minaj but i didn't enjoy seeing her the wig was laid the wig was immaculate um thank you very much for that um (laughs) add that to the inspo board thank you miss minaj um I love the fact that Andy was like, just do what you want. 
was, mm. it was a recipe for chaos. I'm glad that she came for Ashley because I don't think Ashley gets anywhere near as much smoke as she deserves. Um, and so I'm glad that she came for her in that. But I think it was interesting to see them kind of band together. Like there was points where like Candice was kind of defending Ashley against Nikki. Um, and like I could see like there was a kind of tensions that uprising where I just felt like she'd gone a bit too overboard um, in her um, criticisms of the cast or her analysis. Um, she just didn't hold back any punches. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting too because it made me think of other reality shows because obviously yeah. one of the things that Housewives, like every Housewives reunion is run by Auntie Cohen and he's yeah. a great host and it makes sense because he's massively involved in the shows but like mm. there have been times in Atlanta Potomac where you're like it's so obvious he's a white guy who doesn't yeah. quite get it and seeing a black woman host mm. that part of the of the reunion and just like the clear like things that there was like stuff that was unsaid that they all understood I was like it does yeah. like when I think of say a love and hip hop reunion you have some like Nina yeah. Parker who does a great job of like you know, mm. mediating between uh, those casts are so huge as well. There's so mm, many people, so like, and they people. move them around the cat. They move yeah. them around the couches. I'm like, why is everyone moving so much? Yeah, but like, <laughs> like you see Nikki in that space, it kind of made me realize, like, oh, actually, sometimes when you have a cast of all black women, mm. when a black woman's hosting a reunion, it, there's it did have a, a vibe that you sometimes realize the shows miss in the reunion. Definitely, setting. definitely. And I think as you were saying, like, I felt like by the end of the episode, I definitely wanted more. Um, mm. I felt cheated even like I was like I definitely want more um, I thought it was so exciting the way that Chris reacted to it um, and how angry yeah. he was um, I thought that was exciting like I just it was it was exciting like it definitely was I'm so glad she put pressure on Candice to sing I'm so glad she finally <laughs> sang Candy if it was Candy Candy would be there like whoa like already like straight away like whoa amazing <laughs> grace or whatever she'll be singing like honestly like how gospel isn't even gospel sounding like it sounds just just horrible just i can't even how do we get back to poor candy (laughs) i will never candy slander i I will never ever stop the candy slander like candy slander is incorporated into my brand because that woman deserves all the smoke she deserves all the smoke I thought it was funny with Nikki at the reunion too. Like she went very hard on Giselle and barely spoke to Karen, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> she just basically, and Karen was shading her like the whole time and saying like yes. small things. And she just didn't really take the bait. She was like, oh yeah, grand dame. Da, da, da. Um, people are, I think people are genuinely scared of Karen. You know, they really are scared mm-hmm. of Karen. Um, and I think that it's surprising that that even extends to to Nicki Minaj. But yeah. I also feel like Nicki, like people in glass houses shouldn't be throwing stones. And like you coming for Ashley's husband like that, that's kind of like, honey, your own choices are not, are not, you know, to be desired for. So I don't know. But I can't, what even is Ashley's husband's name? I even forgot his name just now. Michael. Michael, of course. How can I forget? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael should stay staying at home. You know, like Michael should always have another engagement or have the flu or, you know, have like, I don't know, a squirrel bite or whatever he has to have to be able to avoid being seen on that show again. We can't go through it. It's too much. It's too much. It's way too much. Uh, you're right though i can't i can't disagree there we we were kind of talking you were talking there about how the you know the shows you sort of see parts of your own life in some of these shows and you relate Mm. to them in a way and we have one uk housewife franchise which is cheshire but do you think there's something in the idea that there could be a uk version of housewives that has a predominantly black cast the way that atlanta do 100 percent. you know what yeah it needs to be i'm telling you right now it needs to be new um new it needs to be real housewives of like northampton or like milton Keynes or like buckinghamshire where they Mm -hmm. have like a very diverse like a diverse kind of like middle class like upper middle class like group um and it would just be so exciting. It would be so exciting. And I think just having that reflection of, you know, like the black experience is so different in the UK than it is to to America. And there's hardly anything that's like seen on that, that's been seen like that before. Um, I know Channel 4 did 
um high life like yeah um, the other day and that was like what three or four episodes and i think the res- response to that like really showed that people people are crying out for this you know we're crying out for our own capitalist exploitative like franchises um in in, in the uk you know um so give them to us guys give them to us um something like that or even just even just a Real Housewives of London full stop, I think would be absolutely mm. fantastic. Like absolutely fantastic, you know? I mean, it, I, now that they're doing, now that like Bravo in the US are filming Dubai, I think they might actually yeah. start doing like Bravo Housewives shows in other, aside from the yeah. international ones we have already. But I no, it's funny because I've noticed about, about British reality TV, like obviously US reality TV is a different world or whatever, but like there are yeah. so many great American reality shows that have predominantly black casts and like that mm-hmm. almost apart from High Life, which felt like kind of the first of its kind in a way for UK yeah. telly. There just hasn't Definitely. been as many shows where, I don't know. And it's such, as you say, A, it's like representation and it's relatability for some audiences that aren't like often represented, but also it's stories that are untapped that I think people yeah. want to see as well. I don't know. I'm just, I, I was, I've was i always been really surprised because I probably watch more US stuff than UK. Yeah, like, I definitely agree with you. Like, there's so much stuff that's untapped um, in that, and, like, it's, like, black British culture dominates the mainstream culture in the UK. So it's so bizarre. That, so if you think yeah. about music, if you think about radio, if you think about, you know, that aspect of life, even fashion, like, it's very much, like, dominated by, black like, black British um, people um, and, like, so I'm just surprised that, you know, they haven't, not really surprised, really, because, I mean, you know, it's too sure some yada, 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 all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but... Um, <laughs> the usual, you know, you know that stuff. old chest you know, <laughs> you know that old thing. <laughs> um, but it is, you know, it's time. It really is time. And I'll be really excited and I'll just be begging to be some kind of secondary, like, character. <laughs> main we're saying main we're giving main we're, we're manifesting main character we've already had some ha- confessional moments it's so true i just need to find myself a rich man that's basically it that's the <laughs> or key get to rich it. yourself that's true that's true <laughs> word, word to phaedra word to phaedra word to candy too to be honest yeah i either need to get rich myself um, and then find a man who could sponge off me where to Candy and Phaedra mm. or I need to find a rich man where to Giselle where to not Giselle where to Karen where to Ashley yeah okay okay I'll I'll, I'll do it the multi-pronged approach so this question feels appropriate given what we've just been talking about <laughs> even I ask every guest this but it really feels apt now what would your what would your tagline be on Housewives Okay, so <laughs> so I have two, and I need to decide between the two. Um, so one of them was okay. kind of a spin-off of one that I saw on Twitter, um, which made me think it would be a really good tagline. And the second one I just thought of myself. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, okay. uh, <laughs> I may be plus size, but I'll never be the bigger person. <laughs> <laughs> and I Very love good. that. Like I, I think I've seen that, that before, but it's a good yeah. tagline. It's uh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I've one. seen. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I also feel like that's actually not really my spirit anyway. So I like. Okay. Um, everything about me is plus size, including my bank account. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because yeah. you're manifesting wealth for you, so I think I like that. Yes, I like thank that you kind so of like. Much. Yeah, Black Bill Gates vibes all around. This is another question I ask every guest and it always brings up interesting answers. Um, You're throwing a dinner party tomorrow. You can Mm -hmm. have five people from Housewives World. It can be Housewives, hangers on, friends of, husbands, whoever. What five people are coming over and why? Okay, so Mimi's coming over, definitely. Mimi and Phaedra are both coming over. Um, And Portia. Okay. Those three are definitely coming over. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where it gets a bit complex. I feel like I'll go for Karen mm-hmm. and Mama Joyce. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm going to go for. But, but not Candy Burns. God forbid. <laughs> she can drop off her mum and stay far away from my house. God forbid. She'd be like, hey, no. No, <laughs> no don't hello uh, me. Get in no. the car. <laughs> Get out. Get out, Candy. <laughs> Stop it, Candy. 
Yeah, 100%. Oh, dear. That would be a chaotic dinner, but I'm into it. Yeah, so chaotic. So, so, so chaotic. Yeah, I think Mama Joyce really adds a different dimension to that. I think one of my favorite <laughs> moments of Mama Joyce is when... Um, when um Phaedra brought the stripper to Candy's party. Um <laughs> what was it? Ridic- ridiculous that. or whatever. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Mimi's like horrified pretending to be horrified. And Mama Joyce is like so angry. And like she's like, who did that? Who did that? And like Mimi's like, it was Miss Phaedra Parks the attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. So yeah. That's what I'd have. And then I'd have Ridiculous just pop up. Ridiculous and Bolo have just come for like after, you know, for tea. Oh, for just for tea? Just, just to tea. sit down and have a chat? Just, just you know, just a little tea, you know, a little bit of after eights. <laughs> I don't know, want to know where the after eights will be placed on whose body, but I, okay, fine. <laughs> I think more people need to mention Bolo when they give their dinner party answers. I have to give it to you. That was a good twist. (laughs) They really do. More people need to mention Bolo just full stop in life. Really? Maybe he'll be on season 14. Maybe he's like a new cast member. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe he'll like show up as like Marlo's husband or something. Before we wrap up, if people want to check out your work online, your writing, where can they find you? so you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram on Auntie Adj at Auntie Adj A-U-N-T-Y-A-D-J and so I post all the stuff that I'm doing up to on there so please follow me like, comment, subscribe I mean there's like nothing you can subscribe to but I mean you know what I mean Um, and yeah Please do. So everybody follow her unless your name is Candy Burris, Robin uh, Dixon, I don't or Cynthia see Bailey. No candy, blue tick. <laughs> Anyone near me? Thank you very much, Cand. Thank you. You know that is enough for me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I was trying to finish the interview, but I'm just like, <laughs> well, listen, I have, I have had a blast talking to you. I mean. There's a few people who wouldn't, won't be happy with this interview, but they're all Real Housewives. They'll never hear so, it. So. It's so true. <laughs> if I get a DM, if I get a DM from Candy, I honestly, I'm throwing my phone away. Like, I am so scared. Like, her and her, like, millions are going to come for me, and I can't, I can't deal with that. I really can't. So nobody tag uh, Candy after this interview, please. But um, Ash, I've had a blast. Thank you very much for coming on Housewives and Me. Thank you so much for having me. I had the best time. There you go. That is Auntie Adge herself. <laughs> She's known on Twitter. And she self-identifies as Auntie. So there you go. That's Adge. I'm so thrilled we got to have a chat with her. She was so fun. That was one of those interviews where I was just like, I'm just going to sit here and laugh. <laughs> just going to sit here and laugh. That was very fun. You can follow her on social media at Auntie Adge. I'll put the links to that in the show notes for this episode. And to a piece she did recently with uh, Natasha Rothwell from the show Insecure. That That is really great. She's a great writer. So definitely check out that interview as well. If you liked what you heard today and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating or a review. It really helps people find the show, uh, particularly at the end of the year. People are maybe checking out new podcasts that they missed in the last 12 months. Just saying, hint, hint. You can find the show on social media as well, at Housewives and Me. You can find me on social media. It's Connor Bean on both Twitter and Instagram. And before we go, I just want to wish you a happy Christmas. All the best in the new year. Thank you very much for your support of the show in the last year. I'm really in the last kind of 12 and a bit months because we did launch just over a year ago and obviously this year we had Spotify wrapped and all those things and hitting download benchmarks and hey you coming on board so it's been incredible to have the consistent and loyal support from the people who listen to this podcast and to everybody who's given me their time as a guest as well I've got to talk to people this year that like I've just been a fan of for years so that has been surreal and lovely so whatever you get up to whatever your situation is I hope you have a peaceful and safe Christmas doing everything you want to do and that 2022 is an amazing year for you no matter what is going on with Miss you know who out there Miss Covidina <laughs> say no more um, we'll be back next week on the 28th for a new episode it won't be a housewife themed episode instead 
It's the second ever annual Connor and Holly Shortall catch up and reminisce on the year that was in pop culture episode. I'm going to do another year in review episode like the one myself, Holly, and did last year. Some of you may have heard the podcast we used to do together called Popsessed. So this is sort of a little reunion of sorts. We're going to go into some of the topics from this year that we were obsessed with in pop culture and share some of our favorite things in pop culture this year as well, like TV shows, m- music, all that kind of stuff that we loved this year. So that will be uh, out next week as a little kind of Christmas treat for you so keep your ears peeled for that and we'll be back to the housewives chats in early january as well so until next time stay safe thank you for listening and have a very merry christmas This podcast is sponsored by Hey You, which is the home of the Housewives with all episodes and all seasons of The Real Housewives available to watch whenever you like over on Hey You. You can even start a free trial right now if you head to heyyou.com. And after that, it is only $5.99 a month, which is like the price of a coffee with no commitments. You can cancel whenever you want. December is here. And if you're feeling like you need some festive vibes, Hey You has your back. For the first time ever, I'm so excited about this, we have a new Christmas movie inspired by the Housewives franchise and starring Kyle Richards, of course, of Housewives of Beverly Hills, the real Housewives of the North Pole. I can't, I can't. I've heard great things about this. I've heard about it. I think they filmed it in Salt Lake City, which is sort of a Housewives crossover too. Very excited to watch that. It will be exclusively on Hey You from Friday the 10th of December, getting you in the festive spirit. And if you just need more new housewives in December, okay, I'm excited to tell you this. Okay, get ready. They're back. The Real Housewives of Orange County return to Hey You from Thursday the 2nd of December with Heather Dubrow in the mix. That's going to be amazing. And, and finally, after years of waiting, the Real Housewives of Miami are returning to Hey You on the 17th of December as well, which is what we'll need because it'll be cold then so I want the heat from the Miami Housewives to lift my spirits this December it is all happening on Hey You check out heyyou.com now for your free trial and after that it's only five ninety nine a month